Welcome to the Writing with Purpose podcast where I, Anna Wollescroft, chat with fellow writers and outdoor enthusiasts about how we can embrace creativity and curiosity to live a life full of adventure that doesn't feel like hard work. I delve into exploratory conversations about my two loves in life, writing and nature connection, as part of my mission to share the well-being benefits they both bring. It's wonderful to have you here today. Hello and welcome to my third episode in these solo chats where I talk to you about the loves of my life which are writing and nature and also creativity. So happy new year to you. It's been a few days since the new year. We are now in 2024. How are you? How were your celebrations? What is the first big achievement that you've already bagged? in 2024 or what is on your list to achieve in 2024 I would love to know please do share with me and right so for today's episode I'm going to be talking to you about more insightful uh, conversations tips resources to do with writing nature and creativity so first of all um what is your word for 2024 how are you starting this year what is it that you are setting the intention for laying out in front of you how are you going to show up in this year so i'm not sure if you're aware but apparently the um oxford word of the year for 2013 was Riz, which is R-I-double-Z. And apparently this is defined as a viral term, which is short for charisma, as in someone's ability to attract another person through style, charm or attractiveness. And the term can also be used as a verb in a phrase such as Riz up, which means to chat up or to attract, uh, chat up, seduce. Um, I'd not heard of this before. Um, I'd seen various things pop up online when I was doing research or reviewing various things that suggested a word for 2023. And apparently, um, it's not on uh, this article I've got up in front of me at the moment, but I'm sure that I read somewhere that the Spider-Man, I can't even think of his name now, the young guy that plays Spider-Man in the latest movies, um, he must have made this word go viral apparently during some interview. So anyway, check that out and use that for inspiration if you choose to, if it feels right for you, and come up with a word for 2024. I actually haven't come up with a word. I should have come up with a word before I started recording this podcast, but hey, that is, um, that's recording a podcast without making too many notes for you. <laughs> uh, I shall have a think and maybe add something in the show notes or even follow up on the next episode with my word for 2024. It's gotta be something around curiosity or embracing all things new, which actually isn't a word, I think that's three words. Um, Anyway, moving on. So what I want to share with you on this podcast is 
really all about taking time to consider what truly matters. So what is meaningful and purposeful in your life right now? Or what do you want it to be in the very near future? And let's have a think about the steps that uh, we need to take in order to bring more of what we want and enjoy in life. Because let's face it, when we're having fun, uh, when we're enjoying the things that we do, uh, life can be pretty transformative. And if we really do take the take the steps to 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 kind of outline what isn't working well for us and ways that we can eliminate that from our daily life, um, life is uh, a hell of a lot better, as they say. So yes, um, we we all have values, and you know those things that we we sort of live by, the things that mean things to us. And if you're unsure of of what your values are have a think about it in the opposite approach. So anything that might irritate you, anything that might sort of trigger you in some way, challenge you, uh, situations where you might feel frustration or slight anger, maybe even disappointment. And, and that might be with a uh, an incident. It might be something that you hear on the television, on the radio. It might even be something that a friend or a loved one says to you. If that happens, pay attention to it because that's generally having a little bit of a pull on something that you value and the the anger or the frustration or the disappointment that you feel towards that is because it's challenging something that you value so um you know it's important to to kind of not just push these feelings away but to think okay why am I feeling that way? What has just happened? Because you can you can gain insight from that, you can learn from that, and then you can explore in your own time or with other people how to get over these sort of challenging trigger, challenging situations, trigger points to develop stronger values and also to to pay attention to your thoughts, feelings, and emotions and you know move um move forward with the things that you you enjoy and are meaningful to you so I invite you I mean and this isn't a straightforward exercise actually when you're trying to decide on the values that you have it might take a couple of hours um so I encourage you to find a um a, a quiet place um a soulful space that you can relax in you can get comfy and you may or may not want to to listen to some music maybe start off with a meditation there are various things that can help you just to relax and, and become more mindful in the moment but definitely take one or two hours uh, set that time aside try your hardest to be in a, a place where you're not going to be interrupted so that you can just you know really get stuck into this and gain some value out of it because you, the more that you you sort of define these things the more you'll be able to move forward and, and help uh, use these things to help you gain more out of out of life so i recommend that you work to developing three to six core values and these values will define you as a person. And these are the journaling prompts that I encourage you to, to use. So number one, identify three values that are most important to you 
in your personal life. Now, these might be people, these might be um, activities, environments, um, you know, anything that's, that's you sort of, is, is a bit of a, okay, these have to be in my life. And, and it could be, uh, you know, attributes and things like integrity, honesty, you know, all of these things can, can form the values that you, uh, that you live by. Number two, identify three values that are most important to you in your professional life. And again, these might be work situations, they might be projects that you work on, it might be how you interact with customers, work colleagues, suppliers, you know, what makes a good day for you and free write around these things and see what you what you can come up with. Number three, what challenges cause you, I'm sorry, I'll say that again, what situations cause you to react negatively? And do these do these situations challenge something that you value? So that, that comes back to what I was saying before about, you know, thinking of, about these situations that are, they, they, they niggle at you in some way, they um, cause you to feel frustrated or angry or sad or disappointed. These are the, the challenging situations. These are the negative situations. And there's a reason why they cause you to react in that way. So explore your thoughts in more detail by asking why why do these situations challenge you? Why do they cause you to react negatively? And number four, how do these values influence the choices that you make? So the values that you are starting to identify, how do they influence how you behave with others, how you act in your own company, the decisions that you make? And as I say, this isn't something that you can come up with in 10 minutes or so. So take the time to answer the questions, allow some free writing, just keep writing whatever comes into your mind first, no right or wrong, and then spend some time reflecting, organizing your thoughts and coming up with these values. And I'd also, I would love to know what you come up with. If you feel like sharing, uh, please do click the link tree link in the show notes, connect with me on your preferred platform. I would love to have a chat with you about this even further. <clears throat> okay, so moving on to nature and our connectedness with nature. Now I'm going to continue with the Derbyshire University's uh, research and the five pathways to nature connectedness document that hopefully you will have clicked and read more about if you've listened to the past couple of episodes and today I just want to share a little bit more information with you about their second element which is beauty. Now um, people laugh at me because I, I do a lot of walking, I do a lot of running, um, I do a lot of hiking, I, I love being outdoors but when I'm in a group and I have a couple of hiking holidays each year with some friends, I am always the one at the end, I'm always the one that the group has to wait for to catch up with and, and that's because wherever I go I, I spot things things grab my attention. I get curious about the colour of a, a flower, the shape of the petal, the texture of it, the smell of it, the, the the environment that it's in, what it's next to. You know, there's there's always something that catches my attention that I feel drawn to. And I really do spot the, the beauty 
that's around me all the time. Um, I may have started to make a conscious effort of doing this a couple of years ago, and now it just seems to come naturally to me. And it's one of those things that really does allow you to become more connected to nature. So I encourage it no matter where you are, where you go, open your eyes, open your ears, open your nostrils, and just, yeah, have a have a look, have a smile, have a, have a listen, and spot the beauty all around you. And I must admit, by, by doing Doing this, it's it's encouraged me to slow down. So I, when I go for a walk, particularly if I go um, running on my own, I don't very often walk on my own. But if I go running on my own, um, I run at a slower pace, and I, I I look around and I see what I can find. You know, the intricacies and the nuances in life they they, they really are everywhere if you just take the time to look at them. So I encourage you to seek out and appreciate the beauty of the natural world over the coming days and take that as an activity that you can continue moving forward. So the nature journaling prompts that I have for you this week. Um, Number one, take a little bit of time and have a meander in your local park. Um, or along a canal path maybe, um, a a, a disused or repurposed, should I say, train line. Um, Take a journal, take a notebook and just take a little spot when you can and write about anything that has drawn your attention. Uh, You can even sketch it as well. You know, some people, uh, a journal isn't always for for just writing words in. You can certainly use a journal to to sketch or, or to doodle and it's that's something that I, I'm not good at, although I am attempting to doodle a little bit more because it's easier for me to flick back and reflect over some of the pages if there's a, a doodle of some description in there. Um, so again, as I keep saying, what feels right for you will be right for you. So write, sketch, doodle, whatever it is that um, helps you to to spot that beauty. And also beauty, um, you know, it doesn't have to be perfection. Um, in fact, there's no such thing as, as perfect. Beauty can be something that is attractive in a peculiar way. Um, I mean, you know, what we perceive to be beauty is is always going to be subjective it's going to be different to each and every one of us what I might see as beautiful you might look at and think oh wow that's hideous um you know uh, I don't particularly think that mushrooms look very pretty but there's a lot of uh mushroom lovers out there there's been books written about them and all sorts of things so um I'm not just talking about taking the mushrooms of course but viewing them with your eyes um yeah just whatever beauty means to you okay so number two find a body of water that can be a lake, a stream, a river, or a canal, a small pond, whatever you have access to, um, but sit next to a body of water and what do you see? What what is uh, what is beautiful about what you're looking at um, as far as the water is concerned? You'll probably find that it conjures up quite a lot of maybe metaphors, descriptive language, um, and again, just write what you see, what is beautiful. Number three, describe how this beauty makes you feel and how would you define your mood in the moment? And is there anything that you you notice that is different between how you feel now and perhaps what you felt before? And number four, 
what do the things you've noticed remind you of? So I'll talk about this on another episode because I can't think of the, the researcher's name at the moment, but there is somebody from the States who is a nature journaler and he has a, a process whereby he suggests that people go outside and they notice things and they observe things, but also they ask the question of what it reminds you of. So the things that you're drawn to, the, the things of beauty that you're drawn to might actually remind you of something and that's why you're drawn to them. So see if that prompt uh, encourages you to, to write anything further. And remember that spending time outdoors in natural environments, and it could be parks, forests, beaches, you know, there's, there's probably going to be a particular environment that you were drawn to more than others. All of these outdoor activities, these environments rejuvenate well-being. They rejuvenate everybody's well-being, regardless of, of who we are, what we do as a, as a job, uh, where we live. It is fact that outdoors rejuvenates our well-being. So think about how you can engage in more activities like walking, hiking, maybe picnicking um, in 2024 and, and, and really experience nature and, and use it as a break from urban settings. Breathe in the fresh air, enjoy the beauty of those natural surroundings and see how it improves your, your general well-being, your mood and how you feel, your energy levels. So I'd love for you to in, uh, share with me where you're going to visit next. I'd love to know. <clears throat> okay, so now we're going to move on to creativity. And this is, I always love anything to do with creativity because I think there's absolutely anything can be applied to creativity. And <clears throat> excuse me, the more that we practice creativity, um, the more that we feel happier, um, more content, we feel we feel more energetic, we're more productive, we we gain clarity, um, we have uh, an improved problem solving. Um, we, there's just so many benefits of, of practicing creativity and, and the more I practice this myself, the more I practice what I preach, the more of these elements that, that I actually feel, you know, there's, there's sort of there's less um, low time, less downtime, I'm more positive, um, I'm, I'm on a sort of higher vibration um, and I'm, I'm living more in flow than I am out of flow. When I think back to 2023, during that year I achieved so much um, and it's probably the best year of my life to date and that really was just a result of me trying new things, accepting challenges, pushing myself out of my comfort zone and yeah just opening myself up to more creativity, to more possibilities and, and not really to, to sort of shy away from, from anything new I, I was I was embracing anything that came my way because um, I knew even though it, was, it might have been uncertain, uh, it might have felt uncomfortable at the time, that on the other side of that, I would embrace the benefits of it. So even as going as far as more confidence, more resilience, um, more joy, so many benefits. So um, yeah, being 
creative for me is is being in flow and a lot of that comes down to just living in the present moment and not trying to claw back the past all the time or pining for the future you know that th that is not reality your reality is what you are in right now what you're experiencing right now me talking to you on this podcast um i'm thoroughly enjoying it i am <laughs> another good way to show when you're actually in flow is that time just seems to fly by so i'm currently looking at my time now and i'm uh, 18 minutes and 44 seconds um again trying to keep this time down for these podcasts but when i get started when i start talking i, I just <laughs> i love it i'm in flow so um the ideas and the conversation just keeps uh keeps rolling so i'm having difficulty in actually keeping these time this time down so uh anyway that is just an example of being in flow and i think one way to to to, to capture this for yourself is to embrace a, a childlike innocence and to sort of be your own creator and ignite your own imagination and we've we've just had a couple of weeks of christmas of the new year and i really do hope that that time for you a lot of that time was spent being adventurous and being playful with your family with your children with friends and you know not just sort of dare I say, sitting there, uh, being passively entertained by the television, but, you know, actually engaging in games, um, going outside, doing physical activities and just enjoying um, playtime. And I, I think as adults, we, we tend to lose this ability. Well, we don't lose the ability to um, enjoy playtime and, and this childlike innocence. But I think with a lot of the social constructs and societal boundaries, we tend to think that we can't act like children and we can't play and there's some truth to be said don't be childish but we can certainly be childlike and have that playful time so I'll just give you some examples i've um thoroughly enjoyed um my family time at home and my partner's daughter is eight years old um we've we've carried out the the three marker challenge the five marker challenge the eight marker challenge and that's drawing pictures on plain pieces of paper of anything and everything maybe we have a theme maybe we have a color theme uh we've made games um we've we've made things out of plastic bottles attaching glitter to them strings to them throwing stones in them we've created houses out of cardboard boxes you know there's all sorts of things that are just you know stuff that we do when we're sort of between the ages of four and ten that we we kind of just seem to grow out of and think that it's it's no longer relevant to us but it really is because it's joyful and it's fun and you're spending time with people that you love that make you smile and that's what i want to encourage you to do for this week's creativity um creativity exercise so your journal prompts for this um grab a pen pause me if you need to make some notes if you need to in fact i'm going to add these as a pdf again to the show notes i'll i will aim to do that for every one of these podcasts so there's always something you can download in your own time and come back to should you need to so journal prompt for creativity number one who are the people in your life that make you feel playful Number two, what was the last childlike activity that you engaged in? 
and how did that make you feel and, and describe this activity and how you felt in in detail keep writing about uh, every aspect of this number three make a list of the activities that feel like play to you but you also feel drawn to and you want to do and ask why do you think this is and prompt number four circle one of these activities that feels like play and go and do it this next week i'd love to know what happens uh, please do let me know so that brings us to the end of this third episode in the solo chats i hope you've been given some inspiration um you've you've heard a lot of prompts to go ahead with 12 prompts in fact to go ahead with and see uh, what you come up with over the next few days. So be brave, be daring and be adventurous, but do it in your own way. I would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave a review because that helps other people to find us. Um, and also drop me a comment because that also helps me to shape how I um, share some of these insights with you. Maybe there's some things that you would really love to know more about, some journaling techniques that you would love to have, and also some ideas about activities and, and ways to get outside more. So I will end on another quote, um, and this is an unknown person, <coughs> excuse me, um, and that is, the greatest project you'll ever work on is you. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the first few days of January. Thank you for listening to today's Writing with Purpose podcast. Having conversations with fellow writers or adventure enthusiasts brings two of my biggest loves in life together, writing and nature connection. I've been a copywriter and content creator for 23 years, but my passion is writing for wellbeing, and I'm on a mission to share the benefits that putting pen to paper has personal wellness with as many people as possible. If you want to learn more about writing for your wellbeing and journaling techniques, please connect with me in my Facebook group, Journaling with Anna.